How's everybody doing uh, this night? I don't even know what time it is right now. It's 10.47. Um, I wasn't able to do my uh, podcast on um, Thursday. Things, crazy week. It was a crazy week. Uh, but things are okay. Things are good right now. And so that's good. Um, but um, just wanted to uh, come to you today. Uh, Paul's Trinity. Got my... Uh, Great kickstart right here, and ready to go. <clears throat> um, I preached this morning on train up a child. The uh, famous verse in the Christian world, Proverbs twenty two six: Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Um, I spoke from the heart, and if you know me at all, you know. Uh, kids are a passion of mine. Um, just want what's best for them. Want them to know God. Um, there's a percentage out there. I meant to mention this this morning. I'm going to say a couple things right now that I meant to mention this morning that got lost in when I was talking about other things and uh, I wasn't able to remember exactly what I want to say. I didn't write it down. So um, that's how it goes <laughs> right now these days. But um, a couple percentages that are out there are pretty crazy that if a child doesn't come to Christ by the age of 18 chances are they never will percentages are really really low um, it's at least two thirds of people come to come to Jesus before the age of 18 and then it's like by the time you're 30 if you're not if you don't come to Christ it's it's hardly anything at all uh, any chance I mean there's been several that have come to Christ that are over 30 um, but the percentages I'm talking about you know worldwide nationwide nationwide mainly it's talking about America um, and so you know my passion is kids because we need to get them now we need to get the, we need to get them to know God now um, as when they're young um and the whole concept, the whole sermon today on train up a child falls on parents, grandparents, whoever's raising the kids. Um, so many homes, it's not the parents, it's a parent, um, or it's grandparents, or aunts, or uncles, whatever the case is. The task still is at hand, though, to train up a child in the way you should go. And we're talking about scripture we're talking about a relationship with Jesus and <clears throat> one of one of my concerns is and I mentioned this before when I talked about heaven when I talked about salvation um, in my previous podcasts is this whole concept of relativism and this whole idea that if you're a person that thinks pretty much everyone goes to heaven, then your training of a child in the way you should go has little to do with God. It's, it's, it's something. Um, he might be involved um, somehow, some way. Um, but most of your training is going to be getting them to, like I said this morning in my sermon, to getting them to have a good education and to get to college and to, to get a good paying job and so they can have, you know, a nice house and 
nice cars and all all the stuff you know that the American dream type of thing. So that's you know that's that's what a lot of people see training of a child and throw good morals in there. You know if you can um, be ethical. Um, you know know that there is a God and you know if you can go to church sometimes that's cool. You know be a good person. That's basically what it is. I didn't mention that this morning, and I, I meant to, but I got off on other things. But that's one of my biggest concerns is that I'm concerned that parents or whoever's raising the child in the house thinks that that's what it is, that it's raising up a good person. Um, make sure that they're nice people and they're loving and caring and that's totally important but if they're if they have little faith some faith no faith it doesn't matter they're they're we're, we're talking about eternity I'm not talking about here and now this like we've said this earth is you're here on this earth for a blip you're here and gone and you know what have you done on this earth um forgot and i think we're getting into this time in our world today that faith religion i don't like even using that word because religion is not good either faith in god and and putting your trust in jesus and Getting saved, being saved that Jesus is the only way is not something that that even people that go to church think is most important. It's important. It's something you should you should do, maybe. Um, and I hear this I hear this a lot, even from Christians, that you know. Be a good person. Um, you know, go to church as much as you can, type of thing. And that right there, like I said this morning, is waning, fading as much as you can. What does that mean? Um, you know, unless you're sick, basically, in the hospital, you go to church. I mean, if there's if there's just a death in the family or if something's going on like that, and you just can't physically do it. That's one thing, but if you're just not going because you're busy, or like I said this morning, you got laundry to do, or you got homework, or or you got guests in the house, and you don't want them to feel bad or something, whatever, whatever the reason is, whatever the reason why I make up other than you know being sick or being in the hospital or somebody died or something like that, um, it's not how it works. God's not an excuse. God, he, you know, he created you. He wants to do life with you. He sent his son to die for you. And I'm concerned that raising up good kids is now the thing, is now the way of not just the world, but the way of Christians. And that Oh, man, we are, we are 
walking along with the world or going along with what what they think is right and what they think is good and what they think is popular and and it's not leading our kids to an eternity in heaven that's just facts that's just biblical truth um, Deuteronomy 6 I read it this morning is you know talking about impress the teachings of God on your children on in their hearts and and whenever you're sitting whenever you're standing whenever you're walking along the road whenever whatever you're doing in life wherever you are talk to your kids about God about Jesus about what he did for you about how everything you have comes from him about everything that in life wherever you walk whatever you do whatever your job is whatever sport you play you know wherever you go to school and he's got to be a part of all of it it's not just a you know when tragedy happens and everybody comes to God um, it's not how it works like you've heard people say you've heard me say like this genie in a bottle type of thing like God grant me this wish God help me in this time that kind of stuff it's just that's not how it works and I, I'm concerned you know people that aren't Christian this doesn't maybe even compute I, I hope it'll make you question it'll make you think but those who are I hope you realize what it means to to help kids to not just be good people but to make Jesus priority one in their life like I said I grew up in a, in a home that was that's what it was it was God first it was your personal relationship with Jesus going to church attending all the stuff supporting the church whenever it did being there all the time Whenever the doors were open, we were there. I mean, Bible studies and youth group and fun times and, you know, parties and at the church, we were there. Sunday mornings, always, and Sunday nights. We had Sunday night church back then when I was growing up. And we were there all the time. That was my mom and dad impressing on me the importance of what God means in, in, in life and what, what he needs to mean in your life. And I never let... I, I never forgot that and I did the same thing we did the same thing with Brock and making him understand how important his relationship with Jesus is there's nothing more important there's no sport there's no job there's no money there's no car or house there's nothing in this world no relationship that's more important than his relationship with Jesus and so when we put other things above it in front of it, on top of it, whatever you want to say, around it, whatever, whatever you're trying to do to put above God in your life, that's wrong. And so when we're trying to raise kids, I want parents to realize this is a soul issue. This is a salvation. This is, a etern this is an eternity issue. 
it's not just about you know making sure your kids get good jobs and all that kind of stuff, which is fine. There's nothing there's nothing wrong with having a good job. There's nothing wrong with being a good person and making money and that kind of stuff. But that cannot be cannot be the priority. I hope if you heard my sermon on this this morning, that that's what you understood, and that's that 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 came out that it's. This life is so much more than what the world is telling you. By, by saying the world, what Satan is telling you. He's, he's, he's the one that's moving pieces around to try to get you to not pay attention to God, to make God second, third, fourth, not even a priority in your life at all. That's what he's doing. That's what he wants. That's what he wants the world to do. To forget about God and he's doing a good job of it even in the church even in Christians lives and that really concerns me because you can see it you, you can see it in the church I mean even since I was a kid you, you saw it you know some kids came all the time some kids came most of the time some kids came some of the time and I think the parents thought they were all all doing the right thing. Let me see it today. This Sunday, this coming Sunday, I'm going to preach on... It's a famous sermon. Uh, I preached it, I think, my first or second year here, about 20, 21 years ago. Um, about where do you sit? Where does your faith lie? As a Christian, what chair do you sit in? And then I talked today about the four generation fade that I read um, on how important God is and how less important He is in each generation, and how you go to church all the time, and some, and then your kids don't go to church all the time, and then their kids barely go to church, and then their kids never go to church. They have nothing to do with God. Well, I think it's actually three generations, and I'll talk to you about that on Sunday. It's the three chairs. It's called, and. Uh, I'm adapting and adjusting it to to us and today and what's going on in the world today. And so that'll be my sermon next week. See where you're at. Take stock. Don't be afraid to think about where's my walk. We've talked about this a lot and I keep I know I keep reiterating it, but it is just something that is laying on my heart. Is what road are you on, and what chair are you sitting in? Where you know where where are you in your walk with Jesus? It's that important. This this life isn't a game. It's not see what how much you can get away with. It's not see how far in life you can go without God or playing this idea of church or riding the fence, which there is no fence. You can say that you know, I'm kind of teetering. I'm riding the fence. I'm not sure. You're either with God or you're not. It's that's that's in the Bible. Just read it. Um, so, my heart and my concern is where you're at in your walk with Christ. If you're a Christian, if you're not, my my concern is that you would, that you turn to God. Um, I think everybody, in their own way, some some feel bigger, some feel smaller, but the world's on fire and some 
feel it in different ways and coming it from different angles, but you, you can't not look at the news or, or look online or just see what's going on in your neighborhoods or whatever and not think something's not right. That's because God is missing. God is missing in our families, in our life, personal lives, in our families, in our communities, in our neighborhoods, um, in our state, in our country, in this world. He's missing. And the only thing that will change the chaos, the fire that's burning right now, is God. And so... <clears throat> I just hope and pray that if you've faded away, if you are a Christian and you've kind of done that fade, that generational fade, you're starting to fade away, that you come back. And hopefully that your training from childhood uh, or even more recently will kick in and remember this is, this is the most important thing in life. Uh, if you don't know God, that you will notice something's wrong in the world and seek him out. If you're strong, keep battling. It's a battle. It's being waged in the heavenlies right now with Satan and his angels and, and God and his. It's being waged. You know, it doesn't matter if you believe it or not, it's truth. So um and just just look around. Just look around. See what you think. Um, so that's kind of the word I wanted to share today is just uh, be alert, be aware understand what's going on around you and train up your children in the Lord it's fine to train them to do other things that's, I did the same thing with Brock helping him learn how to throw a football and a baseball and, and have fun with that and he became a great athlete And uh, but that's not what he lived for and we can't live for anything else either. You can do other things, but you can't. That can't be the reason why you live. So, God has to be. Um. So, hey, the Bears won today. What do you know about that? <laughs> That's good news. Uh, got to be a closer game than it should have. We had three interceptions and uh, one for a pick six. And the other two, we didn't get anything. I think one field goal out of the other two. So, Justin Fields, he's a rookie. He looks like a rookie right now. Uh, looks like I think they're going to go with him from here on out. Um, kind of felt bad for Dalton, actually. Um, him pulling up lane. Uh, see what's, what's really wrong with his leg, but I guess it's going to be Fields, so we'll see what happens. Um, you could tell he was a rookie. I hope I'm naggy. Better start rolling him out. If you're a football fan at all, you know what I'm talking about. He can't be. He's not. A, he's not necessarily a pocket passer. He is a rollout guy, and he he messed up with Trubisky not rolling him out. I hope he doesn't do the same with with Fields. So, a little bugged at Nagy today at his play call was kind of cruddy. Um, you know, we got to run Montgomery more. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, set him up better and and let him run more. He's he's a beast back there. So, uh, that's my Bears moment. Um, Cubs are out of it, so they're supposed <laughs> to see you next year. As usual, see you next year. Um, and the White Sox are they're still winning. They're still playing. 
playing good. We'll see what happens come playoff time. Uh, they'll be in, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, I'll do a little reporting on that. I'm not a Sox fan, like I said, but uh, but we'll see what happens. See see what they can do. Um, and then let's see. Coming up, coming up soon. Uh, we're going to be having a Sunday school class. Uh, Adult Bible Fellowship. We're calling it on Sundays right after church. Uh, Dave Goodwin Jr. is going to be teaching it. Uh, happy that he's uh, stepped up and wanted to uh, lead, and that's awesome. And so excited about that. And we're going to try to start a midweek, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday Bible study at the church. Uh, we're working on that right now. Um, possibly who's going to lead it. Got, uh, somebody of mine talk to, and we'll see if that works out. Um, the uh, restoration ministries, the addictions ministries, we're still working out details, trying to figure out what's going to, what's going to work, what's not. Um, it's, it's involved, and so it's, it's taking a little bit longer than... I had anticipated and that kind of stuff. So we'll get that going uh, real soon. And the same thing with Soup Kitchen. Uh, it's, we were thinking fall anyway because you don't want to drink. You, know, you, drink. you don't want to eat soup when it's 90 degrees outside. So uh, probably looking more towards sometime October. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, other details with that too. Uh, Extreme on Friday nights. It's been great. Kids are really starting to come out uh, more and more and more and uh, having a good time and then kids blast on Sundays uh, we just had that kickoff a couple weeks ago and about 50 kids or so uh, come to that and uh, we're wanting uh, all the kids to come on Sundays at 10 o'clock and uh, be a part of the kids blast uh, worship upstairs in their own worship room so well <clears throat> hope you guys have a great night sleep I don't know when you're going to listen to this it might be sometime tomorrow or whatever day it's going to be you listen to it um, this is Sunday night. Maybe it'll be Monday. Maybe it'll be another day. But hope you guys have a great week this week. Uh, looking forward to uh, getting my sermon together and, and getting ready for next next Sunday already and, and preaching the three-chair sermon. Um, hoping that um, it can help you to come to a stronger relationship with God. See where you're at. And uh, it'll move you to to want to draw closer to Him. So... Again, hope you guys have a great week and i will close out with <clears throat> with that song may tomorrow be a perfect day may you find love and laughter along the way may god keep you in his tender care till he brings us together again all right guys have a good one Bye.